It's that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend But you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up This that lunchroom chatter podcast Where you lay up and think about being a porn star But you can't because you come too quick So you gotta eat the pussy for 95 minutes Mmm, that kind of shit This that lunchroom chatter podcast Where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat But you can't because you live with your mama And she bust in the room and say, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, baby. Yes, sir. (laughs) Y'all know what time it is, man. This is that. Brand new LCP. Yes, sir. Now I figured I I figured I'd stop by real quick for a little little extra episode. Now, um, I asked a question on Instagram last week. This question was for the woman. The question was, have you ever faked an orgasm during sex? Now, radio personality, DJ Envy, him and his wife, Gia, I believe her name is Gia or Gia, you know, they recently um released a book. And during their press run, DJ Envy has came out and said that for the first 10 years of their relationship, his wife admitted that she faked an orgasm for 10 years of fucking a decade. God, a decade, bitch? That means for 10 years straight, she was just, oh, ah, oh, ah. But, shit, we got a boo again, bitch. 10 years straight. But see, one thing about about finally letting the um the person you love know that the sex ain't the best is that once you admit and once you open up about not enjoying the sex then that way you guys can actually work on doing something to improve the sexual connection or the sexual tension so that that way you know because as you know men we gonna get our nut like it could be some good pussy, bad pussy, mediocre pussy. A man gonna fucking nut, but a woman don't always have that luxury because for a woman to really, really get that ah, get that good orgasm, the sexual chemistry, the sex, the the mental mindset, it has to be so many things connected for her to actually get that that genuine ah, the orgasm. But um, again on Instagram, I asked the question. The question was, ladies, have you ever faked the orgasm? And I got a voice message I want to play for you guys right now. So, have I ever faked an orgasm? Um, it's going to be a no. Because if you do that shit once, you're going to constantly have to fake. Because um, that makes no sense. They're going to wonder why you locked it last night. But hell, your ass ain't locking it this morning. Mm. So, never have I done it. Never will I do it. So, yeah, it's going to be a total and complete no for me. I want to clap it up. That's 100%. That's a fact. That's a fact, fact, fact. As you guys know, don't you be lying. Girl, stop. That's a lie. We got to keep it 100 because, like I said, 10 years, that's too fucking long. That's like, for example, let's flip it. I'm in a relationship. I'm married. Matter of fact, I'm married because DJ Interview, he's married. So if I'm married and now... I'm getting bad head for a fucking decade. A man can get bad head. We still going nut. Now it's probably going to be a pain. We probably going to have to close our eyes and probably envision that you somebody else or just 
might got to recorrect your mouth as you down there biting the shit and, you know, your teeth is grating against the side of the PP. But it's still not the same because, like I said, with bad head, a man's still going nut. Like, I just don't see how she's... Matter of fact, mm, DJ Envy made a good point. He said that um, him and his wife, they were together. They met when they were 15, between 15 and 16 years old. Now, as we both know, as teenagers, like they're not experienced during sex. So when you meet somebody at 15 and that ends up being your lifelong soulmate, your lifelong partner, like it's tough to really understand or know how to improve when you haven't had the sexual experiences, you know, as a way to, as a way to kind of, I don't want to say become a professional but as a way to learn different things through trial and error. Now, I'm not saying that they got to be go out and be sluts or go. They, they don't got to go out and be a fucking hoe. It's not what I'm saying. But for example, if DJ Envy or his wife, if they met at 15, and let's say, for example, that, that they were both faithful. Now, you, you with somebody for 25 years, the first and only person you ever had intercourse with it's kind of tough to understand or to learn different things unless you guys have an open relationship to where you guys can actually talk and have a great connection when it comes to speaking about sex. Because if not, you kind of get caught up in, in doing the same shit over and over. So the same shit you did back when you was 15, of course you grow and you evolve, but that's probably still the same shit you're doing when you're 35, 40 fucking years old. And that's why you got to be open. You got to have honest relationships. Now, um, on his radio show, as we all know, he's one of the hosts of The Breakfast Club, along with Charlamagne Tha God and um, Angela Yee. And recently, Marlon Wayne was on The Breakfast Club. And DJ Envy, he brought it up again about the fact that, you know, his wife faked the orgasm for a decade. And Marlon Wayne's gave what I believe to be some great tips about how every woman is different. This is what they had to say. This clip is from The Breakfast Club. Book recently, right? Oh, get, get your plug in. No, what no. book is what book is this? DJ Envy? It's real life, real love. Oh, uh, let me check it out right now. Life, real, oh, with wifey. Damn. Yeah. That nigga did real life. I'm reading this. Can I get a copy? Yeah, let's show us. Oh, oh man. But, but the biggest thing that people Thank took you. out of it was Uh-oh. It, it, it's gonna make you laugh. The first 10 years of our relationship, my wife faked her orgasms. For 10 years. Damn. She's a hell of an actor. She needs an Oscar. Yeah. Let's but, get her a role. You couldn't tell? Let's get her a role in oh something. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And you walk around, hey, I, I did that. that but that's how yeah, I did that. But then when she told me, I was, because remember, we were together since 16 and 15, so I didn't know what I was doing. Right. She was my first. So I'm trying, you know, I'm watching porno, trying to figure out. I'm thinking, right, right, right. I'm, thinking I'm doing it. Porno but, is the worst to try to make no, somebody No, there's some good orgasm. ones out there. No, but not to make somebody have an orgasm. Because people, like... No, because they think it's the beating of this, yeah, and it's like you gotta. It it's it's a it's a it's a relationship. You and a. I want to pause because Angela Yee is a thousand percent right. If you watch porn, especially back in the beginning, like if you're a virgin and you watch porno, or even even if you're not a virgin and you watch porn, porn is the worst fucking thing you can watch to get some sex tips. Because, I, should I even dive into this shit now? I touch on it for a second. Now, like I said before. On the past episode, I forgot what fucking number it was. But before I had sex, right? Now, it's like I knew I was going to lose my virginity. I knew it. 
Because me and my girl back at the time, we had kind of planned this shit out. Oh, you know, on this day, we're going to go here. We're going to lose our virginity together. You know, and about a week leading up to that point, I started watching porno. And I was watching porno because I was scared. Like, like, like as men, we lie. So I was lying. I was hyper set up. Yeah, you know, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I was saying a whole bunch of shit that I was going to do to her. That I had never done to nobody before. So I was watching porn as a way to kind of understand, okay, so I got to do this. So when I turn her here, I got to start, ah, ah, I got to ram it. I got to do this. Because that was the perception of what I thought in my mind that I had to do to be a good lover. And when I tell you, I fucked this shit up. I was, I was terrible. I know she had a bad time. And I learned that from watching porn. But that's, and that's when I had to realize that what you see on porn is not real life. It's so much shit that goes into porn. It's not just them meeting up and fucking. Like, it's so much shit that happens for a fucking porn scene to take place. So, like, like Marlon, well, like Angela Yee said, man, watching porn, that's often one of the worst things you can do, especially when it comes to you using that as a way to figure out how to please your woman. But let's dive back in and finish this clip. Is a relationship like yes. you got to talk to it? You you have to get to know it. You you have to understand every woman likes something different, and you have to respect that. You got to get to know what she likes. Some women like fingers, some don't. Some like tongue, some like it suck. I met a girl that liked her hers bitten. No, I can only do that one time, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this to a clitoris. I'm so sorry, but, but I was just saying that just to be open and honest, yes. I had to be. But it made our relationship so much stronger. Mm. Right. And when I put it out there, of course the fellas laugh. But so many women was like, I don't know why they laughing. Because I've been faking for a long time. <laughs> it, it made me, you know, it made me, I got to the point where I don't care. And, right. and being open and free, hopefully I think it helps other people. That's why I respect what you say when you say, I'm open. Let's I can talk about anything. I think yes, people sir. get a lot from it. So yeah. I have a question because I didn't get to ask this before since Envy brought up. That's messed up because we can't fake orgasms. Dude. Yes, you can't. Guys have said they fake he orgasms. Yeah, lying. What's he doing? Spitting? <laughs> <laughs> I want to clap it up one more time But Like I said man It's harder for a man To fake an orgasm Because like You can see our nut You know A woman can orgasm Like legit And Every single woman Is not a squirter Like every single woman Don't squirt all over The fucking room So A woman can have an orgasm And just And not be no shit nowhere But when a woman Fakes an orgasm if she's not a squirter, we don't know if it's real or fake. So, like DJ Envy said, you know, in his mind, he was putting it down. He was beating the box up. He thought he was doing some shit. And the only thing we have to go off of is, is the woman vocalizing it during sex. So, when she gets to that, oh, oh, no. Like, in our mind, we think, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I put that shit down. But sometimes, like I said, you think you put it down, but you're really not. And that's the part that's tough. Now, speaking of some tough shit, man, I believe this happened. I don't know exactly where, but there was an employee at the the fucking fast food spot, Jack in the Box. The employee got shot over some bullshit. I want to boo this shit immediately. The person got charged. They got mad. They started arguing with the fucking person that worked there. And the passenger in that fucking car ended up shooting the Jack in Box employee, bitch. So you you trying to go to jail or risk a fucking murder because yo, you got charged 30 cents, you stupid bitch? Let's play the clip. 
Morning, an argument about sauce led to a jack-in-the-box employee being shot outside of the restaurant by a customer in North Harris County. Harris County Sheriff's deputies say the customer got upset while in the drive-thru at the restaurant on Aldine Mail Route and Fern Meadow. An employee standing outside began speaking back to the customer. That's when another passenger in that vehicle pulled out a gun and fired shots, hitting the employee in the hand. The customers then drove off. The worker was taken to the hospital and thankfully is going to be fine. Mm. I want to boo again. I also want to clap it up for, employee, for the employee being okay. But look, bro, if you shoot somebody and you risk attempted murder because you ain't you you got charged thirty to forty to maybe fifty cents for a fucking hot sauce packet, you a fucking bum. I know they lying. Girl, stop. That's a lie. I wish it was a lie, but you are a fucking bum. You risking jail time for a fucking. Uh, can you imagine you going to jail? Motherfucker asks, "Hey, why are you in jail?" Yo, niggas charged me 40 cents for a hot sauce packet. You bum, bitch. That's some bullshit. Now, now um, I had a question, man. Now, this question is for the ladies. You guys can reply back on my IG, which is Lunchroom Chat Apart, or you guys can click the link in um, the episode description of this podcast right here. It says, send the voice message. Click that link, and please tell me, ladies, is there ever a right and a wrong time to start twerking? Because I seen a video this morning, I posted it on my Instagram, which is Lunchroom Chat Apart, of a of a woman, there's a black woman twerking over the fucking kids' playpen at an outdoor party. I want to boo her immediately. Now, they outside, look like they had a fucking park or some shit. You see kids playing in the playpen with the fucking plastic balls and everything. And she bent over, holding on to the fucking playgate, twerking. So is there ever a right and a wrong time? To, and now, I know by me asking that question, a lot of you guys are going to say, well, John, you hate women. John, let women have fun. Stay out of women's business. But if there was a man outside at a kid's party shaking his balls over a fucking playgate, would the same thing be said? Would it be smiles? Would you guys say, well, you know, that's a man. Let him have fun. Y'all wouldn't say that bullshit, but to me, there's a right and a wrong time to twerk. If you're having a girl's night out, you know, you just, you, you having fun and you with your homegirls, you at a club, a party, by all means twerk. But if you out at a fucking kids event outdoors, why the fuck would you hold on to a fucking playpen, the fucking gate and you throwing your ass back? I don't get it. Cause y'all remember a couple years ago. There was a video that had been viral of it was a group of black women eating out well eating at a restaurant. The shit was packed. One girl got up on the fucking on the chair at the restaurant and started twerking it back while holding on to the fucking window. The manager came out, said, Hey, can you please get down? This is my place of business. The girls got mad. We just having fun. We just twer- I'm like, bitch. You want to twerk? Bitch, go get your own store. This is my place of business. Now, you see in the background, it was other families out there. Other kids in the background. So that you out for like Sunday brunch or some shit. And you standing on the fucking chair twerking. I want to boo. 
Because at a certain point, what are we doing? Like, I understand twerking, you're having fun. I don't have an issue with that. But me, I'm speaking for myself. I'm so desensitized when it comes to that. And that's the main reason why I have never gone to a strip club in my fucking life. Now, people ask me all the time, hey, John, come out to the strip club. You know, in in Atlanta, you got Magic City. You got all these fucking strip clubs here in Atlanta. Come on, come try. I'm like, no. Somebody told me before, well, you know, at a strip club, they got the best food. I'm like, I don't, I don't want no fucking pussy air shaking over my fucking wings. Like, can you imagine? It's a fucking stripper who been at work for five to six hours. And now when I get there, it's her seventh hour on the fucking job. And she twerking her fucking stink pussy air over my wings and fries. I want to boo again, bitch. I know you're lying. Ooh, you a lie. That's a Damn lie. Stop. That's a lie. We're not doing that bullshit. Like I said, that's one of the main reasons why I have not done that, man. Now, I was trying to see if I could pull up this clip. There was a, there was a, let me see. There was a 21-year-old student arrested in Russia for twerking. But when I tell y'all the story, I'm trying to get the shit pulled up. Let me see. Like I said, we're doing this shit live. I, I don't got no fucking notes. All I got is my fucking iPad. And that's it. 21-year-old student arrested in Russia. It's working. Let me see if the fucking shit come up. I don't know if this shit gonna come up. If not, we gonna move the fuck on. Here we go. Yes, sir. Euro News. Let me get the shit pulled up. Like I said, man, she was in Russia. And like, I want to say this right now. If you're not from a certain country, please research the fucking laws before you go. Because like some shit that flies here in America, in these other countries, certain shit don't fly. So you like you can get away with some shit here in the U.S. in America. You know here we do some bullshit. Twerking is okay, but if you out in other countries, like it's fucking other countries where women get stoned to death for showing their fucking legs, for showing their legs. You know here in America you could go outside ass naked, and it's okay. But hey man, let's dive into this fucking shit, man. Let me see where it's from so I can shout it out. This is from Euro News. Vladimir Putin has always described the invasion of Ukraine as a special military operation to denazify the country. But this label of neo-Nazism now seems to be being applied to anyone who insults Moscow. Over the weekend, regional authorities announced that a foreign student had been arrested for, quote, rehabilitating Nazism. She's been identified as 21-year-old Rebecca Zeba from Zambia. That's according to local media. And her offence? Well, over the weekend, she was filmed twerking in front of a Russian war memorial. The- I want to pause real quick. Now, she was twerking over the fucking, over the war memorial, but she posted the video with the caption, and this is what she said in the caption as she's twerking over the memorial for the dead fucking people, man. She said... Shaking my ass for the dead. I'm sure they are sleeping well tonight. Bitch, I, shit. What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? Is there a right and a wrong place to twerk? Again, please. You guys can send me a, a DM on IG at Lunchroom Chatter Party. You guys can click the link in the episode description. Click send a voice message and let me know. Is there a right and a wrong Time to twerk. If you had a fucking Applebee's, you had Benny Hanna's, Red Lobster, wherever the fuck you eat, sit your ass the fuck down. 
I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say one more time. Sit your ass the fuck down. Nobody want to go out and see you fucking twerk your stank ass pussy air over my fucking eggs. They don't. I want to boo you. Yes, sir. We gonna boo you. <laughs> Sit your bum ass down. But let's dive back into the clip. Yes, sir. It was posted on Instagram along with a joking caption. Now, the memorial in question is an eternal flame, which in Russia commemorates soldiers who fought against Nazi Germany during the Second World War. Investigators say that the student's actions were obscene and insulting, and she now faces a fine or a potential prison sentence of up to three years. Damn! Now, the Russian investigative committee has also released a video of Rebecca Zeba seemingly confessing to her actions and apologizing. It's not clear under what conditions this was filmed or indeed if the student had access to legal representation. Here at Euronews, we've contacted the Zambian embassy in Russia. This story, Helena, has generated a lot of shock and outrage online. Of course, Rebecca Zeba, if you look at her Instagram page, she doesn't appear to have expressed support for Russia, Ukraine or Nazism. But she now appears to have been a victim of Moscow's wider crackdown on opponents. Uh, Now, let me say this right now, man. Now, while I am against her twerking at a fucking memorial gravesite, three years in prison, I don't agree with three years. But now, do I think she should she should maybe pay a fine or something small? Yeah, I do. But again, like I said, I don't agree with the fucking twerking at the fucking gravesite. But three years in, in fucking prison for twerking. That might be going a little too, too, too far. But now, somebody who people think went too, too far, there's a college in Utah, right? I think the college is called Westminster College. Now, they are offering porn courses at the college. They said students will analyze the art of hardcore pornographic films. This is what they said. This um, news report is from... Let me see. We're going to get this shit pulled up. You know, I love to give a shot. I can't find it. Oh, Fox 13. What up, Fox? Or pornography, which the course description calls as, quote, American as apple pie and more popular than Sunday night football, unquote. It's an elective worth two credits. The school says students in the course watch pornographic films together and then discuss them as an art form and cultural phenomenon. A college spokesperson sent Fox 13 News this statement that says in part, quote, Westminster College and universities across the country often examine potentially offensive topics like pornography to further understand their pervasiveness and impact. Descriptions of these courses, while alarming to some readers, help students decide if they wish to engage in serious investigation of controversial subjects. This course will help students learn how to think critically about the influence of digital media culture. Hmm. I mean, I want to clap because that do sound kind of interesting, but my thing is that, for example, you know, at a college, it is full of like young adults. You know, like like when a woman gets aroused, we don't have no way of knowing that she's aroused, especially outside, because hers is covered up. So outside, a woman can get wet, she could get moist, and we don't know because we don't see it. And again, college is full of young adults. So, for example, right, say I'm at college, and um, my class is full of young adults age 22, 23, 24 years old. And now I'm in a fucking pornography class. Now, we watching the fucking hardcore porn, 
Like we watching the shit in class And now the video's over And now The motherfuckers next to me is rock hard What then? Because Like sometimes Especially as young adults We can't control You know our arousal Or excitement And that's the part that's crazy to me So I do wonder Like Like Am I going to be sitting at a desk that's kind of covered up to where if I get hard and now my dick is up, you don't see my dick? Now, when the class is over, am I going to get five minutes to allow my dick to kind of to go back down? Because I know damn well we're not going to watch a fucking hardcore porn fucking video in class. And now the bell rang and now you say it's time to go. And now I got to get up and walk out the fucking class with a hard dick. We ain't doing that shit. I know we're not lying. Ooh, you a lie. They better not be lying. We ain't doing that shit. We're not doing that bullshit. Now, to end this bonus episode off, man, who is some bullshit that just happened in California, man? It's happening in Stockton, California, man. There was a suspect, grown-ass motherfucker, man, about 50 years old, charged with the fatal stabbing of a, let me see, of a 15-year-old student named Alicia Renaga. It's some bullshit, man. Now, After this, I want to talk about something important, man. Now, there was a matter of fact, before I even get to the next topic, let let me play you guys the news clip, because this next topic, I'm kind of, of course, I feel sympathy for the victim. I feel emotion. And, you know, just it's a sad, dramatic situation. But it's something that kind of alarms me. And I can't say the shit on social media. So I figured I'll say it here on my platform the LCP podcast. Brand new LCP. But before I dive into the next story, let's get to this clip. Again, a 15-year-old girl was stabbed and killed on campus at, at the fucking high school, man. This motherfucker broke in. This is what he did, some bullshit, man. But let's dive into the news clip. Yes, sir. We're now seeing for the first time the suspect accused in Stockton of killing a 15-year-old girl while trespassing on a school campus. 52-year-old Anthony Gray of French Camp was arrested and accused of allegedly stabbing and killing Alicia Renaga. Police say Gray drove to Stag High School, then went onto the campus through a gate. The school district is now reevaluating its security system. And as the sun was setting last night, this big crowd gathered outside of the high school, remembering the life of the young victim. The family of 15-year-old Alicia Renaga says she was a good student and a promising athlete on the high school softball team. Her father says he doesn't know the man accused of killing his daughter. My daughter didn't have no enemies. My daughter was sheltered her whole life. We took her to school, took her home from school. She was very outgoing. She's like the funniest person we know. I want to boo because that's some bullshit, man. And then the school going to say, yeah, you know, well, you know, something about the, um, this fucking security measure. Yeah, you think? You need some fucking better security. There's no fucking way at a fucking school a fucking grown-ass man should be allowed to break on fucking campus and stab a 15-year-old child on campus. It's no fucking way. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, my. Oh, my God. Like, what are we doing? Like, can you imagine? Any one of you guys out there, you send your child to school. Somebody breaks onto your child's school and stabs your child to death at the school. But I want to say um, RIP and my condolences to the family. And one more time for the victim, Alicia Renaga. That shit is a sad situation. Now, to end this shit off, man, now, <clears throat> there was a story. And I'm probably going to cover this more in depth on a future episode. But it was kind of alarming. 
Because there was an older woman She's married with two kids Now she was having an affair With her handyman You know the maintenance man that used to come And like fix her shit Fix the microwave, the washing machine So the handyman She was having an affair with him Now I believe the woman was About in her 50s She was a white woman Now her husband and her son Went away for a trip Now this happened last week Some of you guys may have heard the story Her husband and her son went away for a trip The guy she was having an affair with The handyman He came by her place late at night I guess to kind of get some clarity On where they stood at In relation to the affair She said some things he didn't like So the guy she was having an affair with Ended up stabbing her Roughly 58 times Killing her He ended up stuffing her body In her son's suitcase And rolled her body About a mile and a half And dumped her body on the side of the road Mm. I want to boo that shit But the part that was alarming to me And the the part that kind of gave me pause was And again I want to say R.I.P. to the victim On a future episode I'm going to dive into And have a deeper discussion on some things That relate to this case But just basing it off of the information that we have right now Like How do you guys think the husband should feel And again you guys can hit my DMs On um, on IG at Lunchroom Chatter Party You guys can click the link In the episode um, description You guys can send a voice message But how should the husband feel Like for example I don't know the, um, the dynamics of their marriage But like let's say for example The marriage was healthy It was good Right So How should the husband feel to find out that his wife had an affair and the person who she was having an affair with ended up being the person that killed her? Because I'm sure in that moment, there's some kind of feeling of betrayal, knowing that your partner was having a long-term affair on you. And also, the long-term affair ended up being the reason why they passed away So again I, That's how we gonna end this shit So how should that guy feel I want you guys to reply With voice messages Please No text I love Voice messages Again you guys can send The voice message on IG Which is Lunchroom Chat Apart Or you guys can go to the um, Episode description Right now Click send a voice message And let me know How should he feel Do you think he should be angry Feel betrayed Or should he just Forget about everything Because the woman has sadly passed away And that what she did Is no longer relevant So you guys can As always hit the IG Send the voice message This was the bonus episode I thank you guys for checking in For tuning in You guys out there man Who stay showing love Stay showing support I want to give you guys a hand clap man Because these episodes Would not keep coming if it's not for y'all support, man. Again, my my um my cash app is dollar sign NYC story seven one eight. You guys can stream for free, repost for free, everything you can do for free. Cash app is only optional. That's for those who who um who support above and beyond and just feel like spreading the love. But again, episodes are free. You guys out there, man, who are subscribed on Lunchroom Plus, thank you. But you know. Shaman Johnny Schultz. As I always say, sexiest motherfucker on earth. And we out there, bitch. What, y'all know what, what this is? What, what is this again? <laughs>
What is this? Brand new LCP. <laughs> yes, it is. We out the bit. Peace.